Is Rocky music? You know, like the little subtitle, like the man, the myth. He's not here, but and and I didn't I didn't catch it. It's uh illness infection, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's illness. I can explain y'all with all that. Oh, illness, because yeah, yeah. It's not a. It's 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 not illness like N E S S. Yeah. Ill and then ness, right? So ill. I like that. And there's like a layers to that whole thing, like everybody's name. That's pretty clever. Illness. And then just that. That's the that's the stage name. Savage philosophy of uh, information infection. I think this is the best way to encapsulate my whole thing. So your goal is to infect the world with knowledge, information. Yeah, and hopefully with that, like an antibody or sorts, you'll be able to heal your and cure yourself from whatever's going on. Oh, like chicken pox. It's a chicken pox effect. You know. Man, dude, whatever happened to the chicken pox? Like, I, like that is a thing of a pat of the past now, or I don't know if anyone got vaccinated for that. <laughs> yeah, serious. You do get vaccinated for it. Really? When you're a baby now. Yeah, and uh, and you, oh, when you're a baby now, yeah, yeah you're, like thirty eight. You're an infant now. You get the the chicken pox vaccine, and um, I mean, people rarely get it if they if they're vaccinated. They don't. I didn't really get, get the it. chicken pox, and that and I was born around the time when it was popular. I got the chicken pox. I had the fucking. Ch- I have like two massive chicken pox scars on the side of my face. Yeah, I have one right here. People always think and I'm born in Mexico. I have one on my forehead too. <laughs> yeah, it's that. It's that like tuberculosis patch or whatever the fuck that is, huh? <laughs> yeah. 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 Like 13 shots right in one place. That's gonna be the the babies that are born around this time, like oh 20 years God. later. They're gonna be like, oh, you got that Moderna, huh? These are better. These creatures are better. Look. She's ready to podcast. She thinks she's like part of us. So she always yeah. says cool. Cats do that. They tend to want to be the ones that communicate more. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's very, addicted like, to Stella. At least somebody is. No, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Everybody's sweet cat. addicted to me. Don't get it twisted. Who is? Anybody, anybody, anybody. she oh, she thinks she's got that illness. All, all the toxics, all the toxics. She thinks she got that illness infection. <laughs> that's right, hey, that's right. Hey, hey, but by the way, we're recording. I just started, recording, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we're rock and rolling, it's fine, yeah. But, um, you know, I guess I'll do the um, traditional, the traditional uh, intro. We got illness in a building, yeah. What. What? Oh, yeah. Where'd it go? I can't hear it, but it's cool. I like you it. Can't hear it yeah. I can tell by the way you're nodding your head. Oh, the I can't hear it. Oh, there it is. Can't you can't hear it. Now I can't. Hear it now. now I can't. Now I can't. You can't hear the music? Very, very light. Really? No, I heard it a little bit and then it cut off. In and yeah, it like went up, down, up, down. That's like, what happens when you record uh, over Zoom, you know, over the internet just glitches that's what you deal with it's always I have a song than, called glitch but yeah <laughs> there's something there's something some glitches going on right now i think that 
it's because the internet knows that we're about to get into it with I with ill mess right it's now. We're about to talk infecting. about some whatever some things that are gonna He's get uh, Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> it's intercepting what the, the the vibes that are being uh, projected right now. It's like, oh do you guys no, see this? What are we right looking here? for? What are we looking for? It's Your face? Like, no, there's like this dark pink patch starting to grow on my forehead right now. Like in real life? Yeah. And it itches really bad. And it's because I took ibuprofen and I'm allergic. Oh, I th- usually I have, it's because cats are because of no, cat hair. I had like a huge headache all day and I couldn't get rid of it. And so I took ibuprofen, which I'm not supposed to do because now I'm growing like this like patch right here and it like swells and it like itches like a motherfucker. Hey, you know, I don't scratch no more because like sometimes you have dirty hands. So I just like. Yeah. No, I'm not, not even touching it. Like whenever you're itchy, fucking suffer. You ever like you ever like hit yourself like that, and then you're like, no, wait a minute, I'm not that touching it because right. it'll grow. It'll get bigger. <laughs> like <laughs> the chicken pox. Doctors yeah. cannot figure it out. When I've got, you know how when you go to the doctor and they're like, "What are you allergic to? This, that, and the other? Are you allergic to medications?" And I tell them, you know, I'm allergic to ibuprofen, acetaminophen, aspirin, naproxen. All Christ. I can't take any painkillers, right? And they're like, well, what happens when you do? And I'm like, well, I get this bump on my forehead and it gets really big and it starts itching really bad. And they're like, like they can't explain it. I feel like you're going to take a painkiller and get a bump. They don't know why the hell that happens. It has to do with blood, blood vessels. Your allergies, you swell up anything or anything like that. It might be. No. No. No, dude, it's just like fucking. They're like, maybe there's a gland there, but like, no, there's maybe because I'm one of those people has who has like gnarly forehead vein. Like, I like I'm a dickhead basically. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I got like coming out right this whole thing right here. Yeah, right here. I can't even laugh in public when I'm really, really, really wanting to do that. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my <laughs> goodness, you do got the dickhead. I do. Oh. I, I can feel. I can feel the groove right here, yeah. mine. Yeah, you, mine's like really early. Yeah. Yeah, you got the shadow. You know, maybe it's a maybe it's an unborn twin. It's just like screaming once she he or she wants to get out. I just figured oh that's why I, I'm such an asshole. You know, because you I'm have a dickhead. dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, what's up with the rules on uh when you guys post about like medicating while we're in the in the middle of our thing? Medicate. Do what you gotta do. Do what you do. Ain't no rules against that shit. Medicate away. Yeah. The only thing I regret is that I can't pass it to you. But one day technology will allow us to do this. So totally that. One day. One day. (laughs) Wouldn't that be something if uh somebody passed you the 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 joint or the blunt and it just came out the screen? Oh my god. We'd all be fucking high all the time, I think. (laughs) Yeah, the cartel would be making a killing. (laughs) Real talk, man. That'd be that'd be pushing major weight over the internet. Look, they already do. It's called jar of weed. Web. Oh, you like got the jar. What you got? What, what you, what I think I'm a little on? baby plant, little baby. Ooh, got the little bong. Yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta quickly, you know, mm-hmm. run out the door. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't really smoke. I used to, you know, back, back once in a, in a while. But I, I'm one of those paranoid guys. You know, I get paranoid when I, when I smoke. I, I'm already like kind of naturally always high. I feel I got like that natural. Oh, don't uh, give this guy coffee. Don't give this man coffee. Yeah, hey. You're lucky I don't have a full cup right now. I got that on the side over here. (laughs) It's all getting... (laughs) 
Yeah, so you can't weed. really see it. I but... can't smoke weed anymore. It like burns the shit out of my throat. Like really. What? Bad. Yeah. Well, I got really sick when I was 18, and like I, I had like uh, bronchitis and some other shit, and like my coughs were so bad that my throat was literally bleeding for like two weeks. I was doctors ordered like not to talk. And ever since then, <laughs> I can't fucking smoke weed. It like, fuck. I think I've mad scar tissue there or something. And it just like kills me. It hurts so bad. That's why I have my friends and then my side friends. Cause since you guys don't smoke, we don't really kick it as much. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what it is. Yeah, I go to trivia good. night with you guys and shit. <laughs> trivia night would, would be good. I do drink beer though, so. Oh hell yeah! I'm in the ciders right now, man. I'm kind of like getting a little old for the for the too many modelos or the IPAs and shit, you know. You got a taste yeah. of them Corvallis ciders. Oh hell yeah! All day, two towns. Yeah, that two towns. That's me, my girl's favorite shit, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. gotta have those, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like those uh those hard ciders, the, the apple ciders, the the peach ones. I, I forget all the names of all of them, but uh, yeah. But sometimes they're Two too sweet for me. Good. Two Towns but, has really good ciders. Two Towns. I was just over there in Corvallis with Freddie. I know. Breathing in the good air. It was the first time I had a good shroom trip. <laughs> I was going to mention something, uh, James, about, you know, you, you feeling paranoia. So you figure out after a while, like with marijuana, mm-hmm. this is one of the reasons why you can't give it to older folk who never really fucked around. Like it, it, the gateway drug aspect, I know they, they demonize it and make it like, you know, you're going to cocaine or heroin next. But mm-hmm. what it allows you to do is it alters your, your your body, mind, right? It does all the things that weed does. Right. But some people, it's way more potent and they can't do what people now consider regular weed, you know? This right. stuff, you don't know where it's coming from, who grew it, what emotion was put into it, and all the, you know, those, those, those spiritual aspects of plants, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know. This plant is super stressed out. It's grown so fast. You give that same, it's like the animals. It's the same thing. You put that in your body, it, it, you know, what you would need to do is grow some homegrown at your pad, man. Give it love, water it. I've smoked some homegrown from my homie who, you know, me and him are great vibes. Bro, like it felt way better than anything I picked up at a dispensary. That organic. All the can- <laughs> yeah, all the cannabinoids and all that. There's no, there's no like rush, you know. To, to I mean, that's, that's super plant, interesting. sexually stressed out plant, you know? That's super sense. interesting that you say that, actually, because I, I really, truly believe that because, like, even when I eat meat sometimes, later on when I'm sleeping in the night, I get nightmares. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> that meat that I ate probably was a cow that was going through it before, you know. The it stress? Got, yeah, man. Started. That's yeah. a real thing, man. It carries on. Carries, even the way people serve you your food, man. It yeah, carries and, on. And, and weed is super rushed now. It's it, it, grown because it's such a huge business and they do they do super stress out the plant they mm-hmm. like constantly trimming at it and you know making it grow in certain ways and putting Add, adding things that aren't naturally coming things to it to it. yeah 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 it's real, yeah, it's real. Exactly. so I, that's interesting i never even thought about it like that because yeah, I mean, if you if you re, if you know what a, a marijuana plant is doing obviously there's male and the female right and then mm-hmm. the female what it's doing is it's trying it's hard to attract the pollen of the male that's why it's the stickier it gets, the harder it's trying, right? So you're essentially smoking a sexually stressed out plant. Like, and sexually isn't like, you know, like humanoids. It's, 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 it's just the, the word you used to describe. But what it's trying to do is reproduce, right? It's on its yeah. mission. Trying and trying and, and it never succeeds. So it's like, there's never a, a calm to the plant. It's always like trying to do, you know, trying, trying, trying. And even when you cut it, it's still trying. <laughs> 
What about like, when they get successful? That. Maybe that's the weed that makes people horny because <laughs> the plant is like fucking. It's like, yeah, fun <laughs> fucking. And then you smoke the weed and you get horny. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, man, like if we're talking about like the, the feeling that the plant might feel like before you smoke it, like yeah. you're stressed out, I smoke it and I get paranoid. And then if it just got done fucking and it's like, fuck it, you know, I did what I wanted to do in life. It's all smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. That's <laughs> a weird type of cannibalism. Like you're looking at your bud in the jar, you're like, wait a minute. That bud grew hands. That bud is smoking a cig. Oh, damn. Shit. Oh, yeah, man. Like, like, did you watch that new movie, Army of the Dead with Dave? Yes. Lisa? Every Remember movie, the always, the I always watch it all the time dude in the beginning of the movie is getting he's getting chopped up in the in the ride and then you know he crashes oh like, my god what a way it. to go huh well i was thinking like damn well at least he went that way there's like, no yeah <laughs> that's what i said i'm like i guess that's the best way he could go out not her yeah that's a shitty way to go out for homegirl but like <laughs> bro was mentally fucking... already in heaven you know what i'm saying yeah he was already gone <laughs> he was like oh my goodness he already ascended and he crashes into a a, a, a fucking tank or whatever a convoy it is. a whole ass fucking convoy that's oh a good goodness. movie Zack snyder you know i never really paid attention to directors and producers and i'm now like i gotten so bored of watching pretty much like I don't know. I never went to film school, but to me, it's almost common sense the way you categorize movies, and you can almost predict what's gonna happen. So I'm always, I'm always like, like, oh wow, like when certain producers or or directors get involved, you know, like yeah. Zack Snyder, he wrote the screenplay, the story, yeah. and they, it's like, whoa, this is gonna be good. It's not gonna be like your, you know, classic tropes, damsel in distress, like this whole, you know, big bulky guy. You know, there was I never seen but uh, Batista, David, whatever the, the actor's name. I never seen him cry like that. I was like, wow, this isn't cheesy. You know, it's pretty good. Like the I thought it was gonna be cheesy at first. It seemed like it was gonna be cheesy. I was like, like oh man, remember Zack Snyder? He's on a roll right now, man. Yeah, no, <laughs> he is, and and you can no tell he's got he has like a style. You know, like it, from the beginning credits and all that shit. And that's like really the first time where I was like, it actually clicked for me. I was like, oh, wait, like he does have like a style. This is his thing. Like and and it wasn't as cheesy as I thought it was going to be. Like I was actually it was like, OK, I watched the whole fucking thing. Yeah. What's his style, would you say? I It, it comes off kind of pop art to me. Right. That makes sense. It, like <laughs> the, the way that it's like edited and like you know what i mean like it mm -hmm. came off very like poppy comic bookish in a yeah, sense yeah kind of yeah if makes if sense you understand what i'm trying to say yeah this also like a, a way of the he's really good about conveying information without like talking you know like dialogue and all that isn't necessary to like because sometimes i see certain movies and they're literally explaining to you like no pe people don't talk like that you know? <laughs> move on they don't move the plot ahead like they're not like rick and morty rick they're looking at the camera like you know nah it's like it's very like i don't know there's words for it i just i wish it was i've studied film you know you know the words I mm -hmm. like that the Latina chick was a fucking badass and went out. Like, That's why I wanted to bring up that dumb motherfucker locked her in the thing. And then she yeah. bust out. And I'm like, no, I actually got excited and physically reacted, you know? When she busted out the side there, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, she's going to make it. And nobody went back to like, help I know, right? Nobody. Oh, man. That 
far just to fucking go out like that I was mad I was like how are they gonna do my sister like that like the fuck <laughs> this is a crazy like, spoiler alert for anybody I know who has not I watched... mean if you haven't watched it I'm sorry <laughs> army of the it. dead yeah yeah well you know zombies are eating people somebody survives I don't know <laughs> <laughs> somebody's gotta survive you know, somebody's gotta I mean, like... continue the human race mm-hmm. that's true mm-hmm. Nothing to the, like, uh, well, anyways, they, they confined it to Vegas, which is pretty cool. I like that. I just, nice. I, the only thing I wanted to see though, and I was hoping to see is when, like, you know, how they have those com- uh, comedic relief moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see it in other zombie movies where they're like sniping out celebrities and they're like, they get extra free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, look, it's Leno. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? All the celebrities. It's, it's so funny. It was oh, cool to see that one guy from Sons of Anarchy. Hmm. You know who I'm talking about, right? The the asshole cop guy. Yeah, and uh, he plays a really good like. I want to see he's this. He's good at that role. Yeah, he's good at that, that role. So yeah, that I, was, I, was, that. I was glad they threw his ass to the fucking wolves. I was so happy about that shit. And I knew that Tiger was gonna get that white dude too. Oh yes. <laughs> I was all really zombie tigers and zombie horses. Like that was cheesy to me. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? But like, it, I don't know. So it I gotta, it, it, yeah, you know. it, it worked with the film. I think what I think the problem is people come into films expecting um, something very realistic. And they're not thinking like, oh, like films are art and like they don't have to be fucking realistic like this is so, like imagination creativity like right there's something this is something i've been pondering recently right um the multiverse thing has become really popular it's something i've been into since i was a, a, a little young and <laughs> uh comic books you know and just like uh, shows like sliders outer limits like from when you were like i was a kid and i was eight ten years old whatever mm-hmm. and um i'm noticing now right that um, all the way that they're describing things is not necessarily you have a power is that you channel it from somewhere else. Right. So mm-hmm. like we're here from, you know, like there is this physical body and mind, but we're like, you know, we're, we're, you're jacked in, I guess you could say. So you're able to harness from, let's say another dimension, right. Cyclops yeah. eyes or the witch's powers, Right. That's what they're doing a lot right now. So I figure another power would be like, like the, the portal of your mind. Right. I've heard that there's an infinite universe, right? So anything's possible. Any, there's a universe where this is all the same, except we all have dicks on our foreheads. <laughs> <laughs> right? So when I picture people telling stories and showing movies where to us in our realm is make-believe, but this is a portal to this mind, if it's infinite, that happens somewhere, right? So you start tripping out and thinking like, like comic books and the way they're telling stories. And I'm like, there's like this so much history in things that aren't meant to be like factual fiction, mm-hmm. particularly mm-hmm. with comics and ancient history and like, you know, the deviation of our races and Lemuria and all these things in the past. It's like, mm-hmm. comic books bring that up. I'm like, damn, this Stan Lee and all these people, Jack Kirby, they were fucking high, right? So they're activating these they're definitely high they're when getting they all this information yeah. fed to them and mm-hmm. right. they down fast enough, you know? So right. that's why my lore is that. It's not so much like, oh, I like superheroes and knives. That was me when I was a kid. Now that you're an adult and you're like, Whoa, I get what these guys are doing, especially after you like blast and right. You get it now, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my little multiverse theory. Like, come up with a story, it happens somewhere, you know. I think the multiverse is is super real though. And I think that even even like in, in, in many ways, like different dimensions and stuff like that. And sometimes they do cross paths. And I think that is also where ghosts come from because they're trapped in some kind of dimension or and they they cross paths. Or in between, right? Like yep. Yep. 
I think I think that's you know one of the dimensions that you know you know we can't see but you know it's probably definitely there and not probably it's there it's definitely <laughs> there and you just can't see it with your senses you know you only have so many tools to uh to access the reality you know and, mm -hmm. and, it, and it's so interesting how you where you see everything is like oh well it didn't just happen by accident you know this is just so many things that <clears throat> we probably have no idea about right like you think like fish when they're in the ocean they even know about humans you know what i mean like no they don't so know yeah we talk about like realms right like mm -hmm. oh if, if i were to go another realm maybe time moves different or this this type of components don't exist whatever it is right so an angler fish deep into the bottom of the ocean mm -hmm. himalayan goat like you swap them instantly i mean they both die it, it's, it's it, to me it's so obvious even right here on this plane that we're in right here on this planet you could see it right. you imagine like the things that you know they show at dr strange or these movies where you go in and out of these lights mm -hmm. like whoa i don't think we'd be even able to perceive such brightness or such loud sound you know well that's Probably why they not. say that a lot of the shit that we're fed and things like that kind of like hinder our ability to tap into this shit you know what i mean like the whole like conspiracy with fluoride and water and how oh, it like there. i don't think it's a conspiracy <laughs> right but you know it I was. fluoride is there we all yeah. know that it is like the whole and it's okay right and aluminum right but i mean you know it's it is not it is a, an element from the earth and i and i know that it does you know have some positive things but everything you know like the key to everything is moderation right not the way that they fucking pump it out to people the way that they do but like it, it hinders our ability to really be in touch with those those um those different senses of ours you know that we might actually be able to tap into otherwise totally it's that pineal gland mm -hmm. all those things corrupt the pineal gland and back in the day in the, ancient, blind. In, the, in the in the ancient times the pyramid times they used to actually eat the pineal gland Yum. When, when somebody when somebody would go they would um they would make it what a ritual was that? I'm gonna um, it. it was it was in egypt egyptian the best culture <laughs> yeah no look it up and and they even say like potentially that's what happened with with Moses and why he saw that the sea parted was because he was either on DMT or some kind of hallucinogen or he ate somebody's pineal gland and the pineal gland naturally has dimethyltryptamine in it and that's what you know potentially was happening and why he saw the sea split and all that stuff because he was tripping balls basically um but well, Talk to a bush and low tide. Yeah, what bush was he looking at? <laughs> Wait, what? And you what? know the sea, the subtle, the, the subtle, yeah, yeah, and low tide. Low tide. <laughs> oh man, oh man, oh, it's, it's hilarious. Oh man, I love the subtle, the subtle joke you <laughs> me. Like I like being in public. I'm sorry, I don't mean to say away from such an important con like like topic, but like I see people doing stuff and. And I don't mean to be a jerk to say something, but like, you know, like, I feel like when, I don't know, like I say certain things, a lot of people don't expect that. And I, <laughs> they themselves start laughing. It's like, you know what I mean? You got to find the funny and shit. It's hilarious. Like, you do. Oh, man. Oh. Always got to find comedy in something. In something. It's so funny. You can't always take yourself too serious. And people, people like to be around people who could, you know, keep, keep the, uh, the mood light, you know?
But I think that like stuff like what we're talking about right now, I think that people don't talk about all of this kind of stuff enough because a lot of times, oftentimes, if you're not talking about the latest trends or the, the latest thing. Hold on, let your games on. Hold on. Give me, give me a sec. You see what I'm saying? Like that <laughs> oh, a lot. You gotta miss that happens a lot, lot right? Like people get like almost like bored with talking about, you know, topics that real deep, real deep topics. Yeah. And I don't do all that, man. I don't you know. I just, just go to work, you know, smoke. It's all good. Right. You know, some people are under thinkers and some people are overthinkers. Some people are right in between. Stella is an underthinker. She she's self-proclaimed. Here's what I am. Is an underthinker. No, here I said this. I did. I said that verbatim because he is an overthinker to the point where he creates scenarios, right? Do that. that don't yeah, exist. I do that. I do that. And I then he that. which elicits emotion out of him. Yes. Unnecessarily, right? And me, Sometimes. I told him, I said, I don't do that. I'm, if anything, I'm an underthinker. Like I'm a, I'm a very aloof person. I don't think about it until I fucking have to. And then I, only, <laughs> and I only think about it while I have to. And then I let it go because, because that shit will literally fucking hold me down if I hold on to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a defense mechanism. Yeah, I have to I like, do the, I do I the same thing. shit where I need get a, to, or it gets too heavy or I'll go. Yeah. Like, by the time I realize it, by the time I realize the thing that I'm thinking about, right. I'm already like, ta, 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 ta. And now I'm doing life in prison, like in my head. Right. Or, Hey, why is that person so mad about that car? Dun, 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 dun. Now I'm like running down the street because I got to get chased by this crazy. Like, it, and then it's just for me to like go over it. It's weird. And then I realize like, oh, wait, I'm, I'm here doing this right now. Let me step out of it. I just, hey, yeah, you're right about enlisting emotions. It's, that's the worst part. Like, ah, oh, I should have been mad Yeah, he creates scenarios because he grew up basically watching soap operas and novellas so whenever yeah, he sees people he like creates these whole lives and scenarios based on the what they look like and what they're doing and then he you know but what i think is the problem is when i'm oftentimes about, right by the way sorry the what he'll like see a stranger and then he'll create this whole scenario of what they're doing and how they got there and where they're yeah, going the same thing. <laughs> oh my god i mean i'm not saying i've never wondered what people are you know, because I, I oftentimes will be in my car driving and I'll be like, dude, every single person on this road right now has like a whole ass fucking life. Like they might have kids. They might not have kids. They might have a job. Like they might be, where are they going? Why? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying I've never thought like that. I'm saying you're the overthinking mm-hmm. is a, is an, is a thing, a problem when it comes to like creating scenarios in like your inner circle and the people that you love and that gets you like it's like having a dream that your your significant other cheated on you and then waking up and then being mad at them for your dream that's that's where it's like the overthinking is like a yeah well you know dreams is different it's a little it's a little too real sometimes in dreams so you wake up. I've never emotion. woken up mad at someone because of what I dreamed about, though. <laughs> be funny. Have you guys done that? I've woken up a little bit disgruntled. Yes. I don't. I, I don't. I don't think I have, but I know that my wife does often. She wakes <laughs> up and she's like, "What the fuck was that bitch real with in my dream?" I'm like, <laughs> "Babe, I didn't do it. <laughs> Put the knife down, baby." 
<laughs> and then she does not. And then I wake His up. His wife is Latina, so he's in trouble. Ah, uh, yeah, you gotta be careful, man. Oh yeah, oh totally. Because you're on a whole other language. No, but see, like I see, I'm half, I'm half Mexican, right? So you know, I have somewhat of a deflection mechanism that I naturally have. So gotcha. when she busts out the knife, I bust out the chunk. Survival mechanism. <laughs> hammer it down. He grew up getting the... beat by the masa roller. Yeah, that's that's what my mom used to give me with. Yeah, in the middle <laughs> of watching a soap opera, she'd be like, "What the fuck? This is my soap opera," and she clocked me in the side of the head or whatever. Uh, my side sister well four sisters right my brother was really uh during those young years because uh, he's in mexico it's hard for him to get across but um uh four sisters so these are mannerisms even right now i'm crossing my leg and like doing this whole peggy bunny thing like mm-hmm. it's just like it's just, like the way i stand sometimes i've been told they're gay so some, i get it i get it you know i get it i get it but <laughs> my family is like i could literally be talking to my sister on the phone about something important in my life and i know everyone's gonna find out it's my family right? right. but this happens like live at the moment updates because my other sister's texting me hey i heard about <laughs> literally still on the phone with my other sister. how do you guys do that so fast so it's the talking for me that uh that helped me like rap and stuff it's like mm-hmm. um uh, the spanish version talking about the mexican thing is like uh when they're when my sisters are angry, it's like, and I'm like, whoa, I'm, I'm studying this cadence, and it's like, it's actually interesting how it benefited me in the long run, you know. And that comes with like the novelas, the the cheese the yelling at the neighbors, arguing. Right. You hear it all, man. I know you've heard it, like it's all the fast oh, yeah. talk, like. Oh, totally, man. And, and when you grow up on cheese too, man, it really turns you into a gossiper too. <laughs> I really noticed that. Like I, I, I really try not to, but I get called a cheese mozo a lot. Like, <laughs> like everybody, muscle. like, like, like my, like for instance, I'll give you an example. Like my cousin, like he just told me something that you know he told me not to tell nobody the other day, and he was like, like at the end of the conversation, like we talked for like thirty minutes. At the end of the conversation, he says, "Don't tell your mom, please." And I was like, "I'm not going to." He's like, "Man, I know you always tell your mom." I'm like, "I'm not going to tell my mom." nothing and then you know you told your mom no i didn't actually so look and then i, I talked to her today and um i'm like she's like what do you want to tell me and i'm like nothing mom what are you talking about she's just like yes you want to tell me something and she always tries to extract information out of me <laughs> in the form of cheese may she's like you better tell me right now and i'm like mom i don't i was like oh she's like i knew there was something and i'm like no i'm not telling you and then i have to I have to pull the, oh, I got, I got to get off the phone real quick. And then she goes, you motherfucker, you know? <laughs> and she gets so mad if I don't tell her, man. She'll try to really get it out of me. And um, I, I, you know what? It's, it's true, though, that that is like part of the 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 Spanish, or not Spanish, but Mexican culture growing up is that like, like we all know, like we all love cheese made, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, think, I think that's with everybody, though. I think everybody loves cheese made, you know? everybody that's why like celebrity gossip is so hot you know everybody wants to the end on what they feel like everybody doesn't know it's a human experience I, it is I read tabloid covers like that oh well, i think him now <laughs> like, it's like this hearing whole... people's lives sometimes it makes people feel better about theirs you know yeah. what i mean like if you're like i'm pretty my life is pretty fucked up but then you hear some shit and you're like 
they one up to me, dude. I'm not doing too bad. You know, like <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's a really funny thing because it's not like I'm like, I'm not actively seeking to like feel better about my shit by listening or talking to other people. Mm-hmm. It, toxic. it sometimes yeah. it comes up in conversation and you don't even mean to say some things and then they get taken out of context. And then next thing you know, it's like telephone with one message started here. And by the time it gets here, it's a whole ass other fucking statement, you know? Mm-hmm. And and, and that's how people get in trouble. But I think I think people like to hear it because it makes them feel better about their life. Definitely. Definitely. One of the biggest reasons for sure. So let's talk about how that uh, how these crazy Mexican women's <laughs> style of coming at you kind of transcended into this like lyric. Very heavy you know, lyrics. Yeah, no, I, know what you mean. I know where you're getting at. It's, it's interesting. Uh, now, at the point that I'm at now, I look back and when I first got started, it was very like, I don't know, you just channel anger, frustration, a lack of information, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I always had this like thing about me is talk a lot and, and like music, never really connected it. But I look back now and every little thing kind of helped me along. So one was that, like the cadence of like the fast tie, the tongue movement, you know. Another one was uh, when I get sent, when I used to get sent to the store, I would like recite the order that my mom. So it'd be like frijoles, arroz, un pollo, lechuga, frijoles, arroz, and the whole time. And as I'm collecting the items, I'm taking the item off of the song and then mm-hmm. stretching it. And naturally, I would do it in like a four-four pattern, right? So it's like no, 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 right? There's only so much. It's another one. Other other things are like um, uh, I don't know in school I guess I I I did good but I would get lost in seeking more information as opposed to like what the test said to study you know mm-hmm. yeah that's great I don't know I don't remember that but ooh I heard in math this happens how and I'm going backwards mm-hmm. and so all of that combined always kind of like ah oh, okay I'm 35 now now I figured out my voice like oh <laughs> I get it. All the other stuff was just practice, you know? Right. How long have you been doing music? I was like 19, I think. Seriously, 25. So like 10 years, like seriously, you know? Yeah. Like it's a real thing. Yeah, I'm trying to like grow it. And, uh, you know, you, you take in all the elements. One that really kills a lot of creativity is marketing, business, and the whole, you know, image right. thing. Right. It's important. Sure. I get it. You know, you need to sell yourself, but kind of stifles creativity so big ups to those right. whose image natural image you know improves their their talent and their art mm-hmm. that's what right. it is art like i learned to listen to music and find the holes treat my voice like an instrument as opposed to like i used to just rap over everything mm-hmm. so you figure it out where you're supposed to talk where you're not it's cool little movements and did, did you always people don't get you know did you always rap about the things that you rap about now like, yeah because it oh. seems like you talk a lot about like you know like well not conspiracy but you know like politics struggle like, i think shit. Yeah. yeah 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 struggle i always knew that the ghetto had it figured out you know like all, all the things that we used to say i ah, put crack here on purpose like what are you talking about he did it oh no nah, bro trust me aliens have been real like, like nah you know like like you know we always knew like all the crazy fringe things are much easy, easier to believe when you find out finally you know you, you, you know what? Ah, well, that doesn't seem so far fetched. I mean, they did do this, they did do that. So right. it's always been like a, a way to like um, help 
like community inform themselves whether they like my music or not. It actually really, really got serious when I'm linked up with a few other artists. Um, it's interesting how life takes you because when I first got started, I'm like, yeah, we're, we're clicking. This is like an amazing thing. We created so much music. But then slowly the whole, like, you know, the band breaks up. Like, I just started mm -hmm. holding in front of my eyes. Mm -hmm. Really interesting to watch. Uh, Freddie didn't really necessarily, you know, I understood why he had to go where he had to do, but, you know, life took him to Oregon. Right. My other friend went to Albuquerque. My other friend went to New York. You know, my other friend's trying to be a politician, so he can't really, you know, and the other guys are drunk. <laughs> so, you know, you see all these different energies, and now it was broken apart. But that whole philosophy was like the savage, right? Yeah. It's kind of my, my lexicon a lot because it's, it's, it's the way I used to describe people who never heard someone talk like that, you know? Oh, you get down, savage. You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's a, a word that's rooted in a lot of uh, genocide, you know, Holocaust and mm -hmm. horrible destruction of everything from people and information history to, it was used like the N-word, like all the derogatory terms of races. Right. Uh, to describe an a, a person as an animal, subhuman, you know, to, to right. different somebody to less than human status. Right. Savage, you know? Yeah. And so that's the name of that group, Salajes, because it's like we're reclaiming a word. Now I tell somebody that when they're breakdancing and it like it gives energy to 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 better, to po positive like reinforcement. Mm -hmm. Savage MC, savage uh lyricist, are you a savage on those boards or like whatever it is? Yeah. That went on for a long time. It's like I'll be a savage and it just stuck with me so when I tell people you get down savage uh it's helped me open doors in other situations where I just be another drop in the bucket what I really enjoyed it is it was just natural you know I never really tried to impose things just the way I talk mm. and it got me to meet a few people and it was weird I would always introduce myself as a savage call them a savage and say bye-bye like a savage it's just like it, it helped You've always called they me identify, savage. You know, they, they identify with that. What was that? You've always called me savage too. Yeah. I don't know. Just so you know, that's where it comes from. Yeah. You know, and I see you get down. You were savage. Like, you, you know, pushover, you, you charisma, you joke, and you're tough. Like, this is whole, you know, everybody's like that. You know, everybody has their, their savage side. And yes, it, sometimes it is, you know, staying up all night, fucking around. Other times it's, you know, you got to swing your hands a little bit. But most of the time, it's supposed to help uh, build as opposed to destroy. You know what I mean? I like that you, um, I liked a lot of things you said because it's it's totally true. I've talked about this, you know, when, when we talked about race relations in, you know, America and throughout the world and, um, and the way that people of color, black people, indigenous people are depicted, you know, in art and things like that was a way to 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 justify the oppression you know uh, put on by white people mm -hmm. and um it, to dehumanize to, to you know like the whole like like the movie pocahontas and disney coming and after your white women savages, Hide your you know, white women. like <laughs> it, it makes them think that it's okay to take and do the horrible yeah. things that they fucking do Even but then the size. other sorry right Mm -hmm. And the other piece you said was the ghetto had it figured ghetto has it figured out. Yeah. And it's so fucking true. And I, when you said that, it, it like immediately made me think about how like there's all these things that poor people, which are, you know, typically people of color, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? There's things that we do and we've done that like 
it's just like common sense for us to get by on less and that white people will come and like there's a there's an infomercial like oh this you could do this and it's like we've been fucking doing that forever you don't need to buy a little thing like you just need to like you know what i mean i I don't have a specific example right this second but like i was thinking about that and i was like like what the fuck like we do that shit and we don't like market and like make money off of it the way white people because they probably went to somebody's house who there's a friend or whatever who is lesser or whatever and they saw that and they're like oh that would be a really cool thing and then they go and like create this product and like mass produce it you know like or the lingo or getting compliments for what otherwise a person of color would get you know dedicated for yeah right i mean i i've gotten i've gotten by having lighter skin helps you know it's it's it does it's the truth about being one of them yeah yeah, and it, and it's it only because you know darker creates discomfort, and people don't even realize that they've been indoctrinated into this. So when you challenge them, it's almost like, who are you to tell me? That, and it's like they're they're not they're missing the point, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, it, the race card thing. Oh, you're throwing the race card a lot. Look, man, uh, it's it's there always, every time. Yeah, like, I think certain things about you because you're white. I don't know, bro, but yeah, fortunately you'll get to live. I might get killed. Like there's a difference. Right. They don't get that, you know. I'm poor too. It's like I'm not challenging your existence. What we're trying to do is inform you that ours is at in peril, you know. Yeah. Like, what's gonna things gonna happen once you know the fire in our house spreads to yours? Right. It, you know. Right. It's funny. That's why they um. That's why they started uh, the fire department had to be a public federal thing because what happens is if you catch the poor house catches on fire, like eventually can't just you know you can't just put out the rich people's houses. Right. Like everybody's house. Right. And that's where it's at. Like people don't realize that, you know, in, in this one of the rare cases is negative. You being a savage, you know, you're, right. you're seeking the death of others. <laughs> that's why right. it's okay to punch a Nazi, you know what I mean? Right. Your philosophy right. is my death. Like, no, we don't do that here, you know. It's cool to hear all that because like I met you through Freddie and I knew he was doing his, you know hip-hop thing his you know thing and then when you guys came up and I think the night I met you we were trying to find somewhere downtown Eugene for you guys to perform yeah I remember going from club to club like who's gonna let you them perform like just on the spot and we got you guys like we got you guys at this little at this bar called cowfish and like you guys actually got to perform like (laughs) a, a thing and it was it was dope it was cool to Bar to hop, be a part of that. A place to perform some hip hop. Right, so, right. It was fun. It was a yeah, good time. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's another way to do the same thing, but better. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and at that time, you know, it was you and Freddie, and E Rock. Yeah, E Rock. I think E Rock. He's fucking yeah. sick with the beats, dude. His fucking yeah. shit was like genius. Like his Passionate. shit was so good. Yeah. So good. He has a great ear. This is great ear this incredibly talented yeah and uh yeah there's a few of them in the the latest project i'm putting out a few of his beats are on there he uh definitely definitely has a, a way of bringing out different aspects of a, of a lyricist it's pretty cool passion you feel it's like and it's old school too like cultura you know because he samples old records of yeah. merengue and like, you know all that stuff fucking blows my mind you need to hear this this fucking producer jimmy like his shit is fucking i'm, I'm ready insane i can send you a few, of the, a few of the links yes please because 
I, like I like I was fucking my mind was blown bro like I like that night when I heard him first in the apartment I was like holy shit like how are you guys like not like you know what I mean like, I forgot he went over there wow yeah it was yeah it was you four and me it was you four guys and me I've always been like one of the guys I swear to god well we've already determined you are a guy Mike yeah yeah but yeah. your dick is on your forehead, so my dick is right here. Follow yeah. the forehead. Yeah, and then the, the other time I saw you guys up there was at that random house in Corvallis, where despite the whiteness, oh yeah, had their home. So it's like despite the whiteness is this like actual like brass band, like they like they play actual instruments, and then like. Freddie and you and, and Mike were like doing a hip hop like shit to their music. Yeah. Like, it's a pretty like interesting combination. I think Freddie still does it, right? There's so many like different. I, I love it when things are like, um, are, uh, or like an opposite ends in a sense, you know, and, uh -huh. and polarizing things work together very well sometimes. And uh, it did. It was and, really fun. It was you like, have this a, you have despite the whiteness. Thing. And I was like, we're the brown box. We're like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the brown thoughts, you know, because our mind <laughs> is of color, right? Yeah. But uh, we did a song that day. I, I was just listening to the recording the other day. It called It Hurts, right? And I loved that one. Yeah. So I remember me, that. I try to tell you the I try to tell the story on the mic, but you can't only do so much. You're trying to set right. people up the song, right? But we got there, we went on a hike, and I'm yeah. working on nature, you know, I already high energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to grab this branch and I pulled it really hard. Oh, that's cool. I swung off of it, it snaps, right? Oh, shit. So I climb it like 30 feet, get a bunch of rocks, and I land almost like I'm sitting on a throne, all beat up, like, right? And I hear voices. I bump my head a few times, but I knew it was okay. I knew it was okay. But I look over, and if I would have stood up to the right, I would have just fell over another, all the way down. Like, oh, where? But I was like, nope, can't go there. And I got up. It hurt, right? It hurts. So yeah. on the way up, and going back, we're rushing to get to the venue where, uh -huh. uh, where we uh, we started figuring out that song. But we did it off the Anderson Park, like you back up on my liquor, come on, that little yeah. song. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we wrote the hook on the way to the car. I mean, it was a lot of what I was doing because that's what I was going through. Yeah. And it was it hurts because we were in the mood. I'm a feeling in the morning, but tonight we're feeling good. That was the line, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I'm performing it, and I'm feeling aches going away almost like it was like a therapeutic thing for yeah. me to rock the song as I was hurting it was so much fun it was and dope I, I think I was I was like using your phone or something I had your guys's on your live on your guys's fucking thing I was like holding that for you somebody else oh. had like some the chick that would came with you guys had like your camera and she was like you know photography videography yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember and, like that. I was doing your guys's live for you that fucking... a big old little living room right there man wow. yeah it was huge it's pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoyed the time over there. That whole D DTW Salaje's little combo was up. I brought him over to uh, to Santa Ana actually. Oh, a little did you? funny to come over here, and um, we're at my studio that I had in downtown. Um, uh -huh. I have a different one now, but we all slept there. It was freaking awesome, right? Uh -huh. And uh, we performed at Esports. It's just a huge venue that just opened up uh -huh. a few years ago. By that time, and um, it was a hip hop event. So we got to rock and the band, everything was great. They played our beats. They, they did them so fast. I just showed them the song and they just, they're so, so good at music. They're really talented. Yeah. So we were performing and then there was a hip hop, uh, like 
I don't know, like a seminar meeting thing between mm -hmm. the workshops in the morning and the performances at night, right? Mm -hmm. And KRS-One was there and a few other notable MCs. Uh, come to find my friend who's now a city council member, like uh, they, he, one of the organizers, he's one of the organizers, KRS, like he's talking about what the main thing you can do as someone who is hip hop or is aspiring to be a hip hop scholar is to create, like this is what you have to do, create your art. You might think it's this or that, create it and you'll never regret it because you'll always have it, right? And he goes like, right now, where's your studio right now? And my friend goes, hey, there's, there's a studio. Literally, I'm right around the corner, same block, mm -hmm. four buildings away. Kara's one ends up upstairs. My friend runs up first and he goes, I literally just got out the shower too because I had a shower there. No shirt, barely a towel. <laughs> he goes, hey man, Kara's one's coming right now. And he always messes with me. I'm like, oh, shut up. And all you hear is these big old footsteps. He's tall, boom, boom, boom. Oh crap. All right, immediately go set up the studio. The whole place is packed. I was like, whoa. And they got to meet him. It was great. It was a great So yeah, hip hop, showed him around the ghetto a little bit. It was cool having him out here. Showing up two towns out of here too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they had fun. I enjoyed that experience. Very memorable. You know, things that will stick with you for a long time. That sounds like a, a song really about cool it. experience. So what? Jimmy does music. I don't do yeah. music. Oh, he used to. Jimmy used, used to. to do music. Yeah. Yeah. What was your forte? My forte, um, I I I enjoyed making music, kind of catered to the the ladies, oh. to the lady audience. Yeah. <laughs> so I vocals, say, instruments. What you rocking with? Say that again. I say like vocals, instruments. Like what are you rocking with? <laughs> yeah, it was it was mainly vocals. Like I, you know, I, you know, I. Uh, pretty much just wrote a lot of songs and you know recorded them all didn't I didn't play no instruments or nothing like that so just kind of put together some projects and put out some records and stuff like that and yeah man it, it was fun I, I enjoyed it but I, I think what kind of drove me away from doing it was what you said like the whole like the business side of it and marketing oh, and everything and shit will drain you like, well, like, sucks yeah it, it, it takes away the fun away from it and it sucks away the fun from it. So yeah. it, it did that for me. And I, I don't know, I just, I, I stopped doing it. I just never really wanted to do it again. And, you know, I did it for so long. I did it from like middle school all the way until I was like, I don't know, probably like 27, maybe. Nice. And I just, rocket, I just don't do it no more. Pipes, man. Man. I got a few records where I'm like leaning into more. I mean, obviously I'm a, I'm savage, right? Like, uh, mm -hmm. but now I am. Um, there's a lot of songs that I'm, I'm figuring different things out. It's not necessarily all like that. Show, I'm, I'll, I'll send them to you. See what you think. Maybe you have some advice. Maybe make you help me write a little bit, or be even sing some vocals on it. You know, whatever. Yeah, man. I, I mean, always I, like messing I, around with different things and aspects of different people. It just I need different perspectives. I have. I can't get around the same artist all the time. You know. Like I think my my thing too is like when I do a project, not just a music project, but any project and I get into it, like, I really get into it. <laughs> and so, like, for me now, you know, I'm really into the podcast, and oh, I think okay. Stella got a, got a, you know, she got a, she saw how I get when I really get into it, like, not mm -hmm. too, not, not too long ago, recently, and she knows I, I get a little crazy when I get into it, <laughs> and yeah. that's, and that's how I am, like, even with music, so, like, like, I'll just get obsessive, and just, that's all I want to do, and that's all I care about, and that's, you know, I don't want to do that no more. Not oh, okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, cause I don't know, like the podcast, it, it works out for me, like with my with my life now. You know, I'm a family man. You know, married, there you and go. all of that, and music. I just want to just indulge. I just want to dive into the lifestyle, and like, I just like oh, I'll do so anything right. that I feel like will benefit me in that aspect, in like the music aspect or in in the career, like like anything that I feel like creatively will spark like some lyrics or, you know, spark the next move that I'm going to do. Like I'll, I will explore and I'll try to, I'll try to, you know, figure out what will give me the, uh, the influence in, in that kind of way. So, you know, I'm just not, I'm just not on that hype no more. I'm, you know, more so about the podcast now. And Hey, you guys are getting a big following, man. It's, it's starting to build quick. Yeah, man. Watch when I share it to my thirty thousand non-existing friends. <laughs> I'm gonna blow up. Rogan's gonna be hitting y'all up. Hey, why is my background? <laughs> you know what? That that's one part I like. I like about the podcast and doing a podcast is that. Um, so, like, when you do music, right? I mean, I don't know, like, how you feel when you do music. When you do music, but for me, like, I'll make a song and I feel like it's the best thing ever, and I expect everybody else to feel the same way. And if they yeah. don't that shit fucking pierces my, my soul. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't like that part about it. Like, I mean, I know that's supposed to be like just, just how it is, but like with podcasting, I don't give a shit who likes it and who doesn't. I don't care if anybody listens or if everybody's listening, I don't give a shit. And I think that's one of the reasons why I prefer this kind of art now is because I just don't give a shit. And I like that. I like not giving a shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It's it's it, it, so much of a, and it's a healthy not give a shit. It's not a, like a ignoring crucial things, right? It's a, it's the long form. It's like you get to see people formulating their words and their their subtle new you know, movements and what they're doing and how they're talking, as opposed to like, yeah, what I really is because, and then she's cool, you know, like it's so edited. It's so like just to show the good light. Nah, I want to see like the, the cannabis plant. I don't want just the oil, man. I want the whole freaking plant. Yeah, I want yeah. the person. I, at least what I can get from you know, this, this little right. the audio yeah. and visual. But all the editing and all that, I, those interviews, uh, you'll miss me with that. I, I enjoy this a lot more. It allows me to get to know people. I mean, you even find things out about yourself as you're talking. Oh, you yeah, for sure. ask you these questions, you know, and you get, you get the opportunity to, to talk about it. And you even, I, I've even discovered, like, Oh, I've never said that about myself. Oh, I should write that down. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Included You're in processing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and with different people from different walks and different experiences and then interacting with them and then the way that they, you know, the way that their mind works and it, it opens your eyes to whole other perspectives or whole other like ways of thinking that you hadn't even like considered maybe prior and, and it does bring out a different part of you that you didn't even know was you know and I that's what I love about podcasting I love conversation I think there's so much um there's so much in it for everyone like people who lack mentorship you know I think they should listen to podcasts like find a good podcast and and listen to that you know or or people who don't like to talk to people about shit but are going through something like listen to podcasts there's a podcast for that you know like mm -hmm. or, like uh, you learn from people's experiences as well as your own and like I think having other people's experiences 
you know, even a knowledge of it, sometimes when you encounter that fork, it helps you make more informed decisions because you've heard it or, and, and, or you heard someone talk about it and, and they did this way. So maybe you're going to try it this other way. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of power. I mean, in, in words and conversations and that's what I love. Do what I do. You know what I mean? (laughs) Okay. You make the mistake for a lot of us. I don't have to do that one. Right. You know, you learn a lot. You learn a lot. Otherwise, I never thought about it that way. Like, you know, if you're going some like you have some, you know, leadership or parental or guardian, like you're not really, you don't have many people teaching you things, you know? Right. Like supervision, like a mentorship. Yeah. It it could definitely help to help you escape that lonely uh, lack of knowledge and information. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You can find it in a podcast somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if can. people are gonna learn from the Cypher and Chronicles, but um, I feel like you know, a lot I, of people learn shit from us. I think they they might they might learn some things. I, I just I saw Chronic in your name, and I thought there was weed involved. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought no. you, you sent me a bag of weed or something. Supposed to open it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who knows, man? Maybe one day Cypher and Chronic, not Chronicles, Cypher and Chronic. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. We'll start pushing dime Someone's bags. Someone's gonna name it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I've had men say that they learn from listening to the podcast because they're getting like a a real female perspective on some shit. Because you know how we always, uh, we always talk about relationship chef and like, and like female biology and physiology and these things is like, we're not crazy. It's like, it's our fucking ovaries. You know what I mean? Like they're the ones causing the problems here. <laughs> it's like, oh, so this is just the way it is. All right, all right. So, organs <laughs> cause so, ne- so Ness, they let me do. just tell you something. Uh, hormones are a bitch. Ness, remember how you said, too. like, sometimes when you're talking, you might discover something. I think that she just discovered that it's her ovaries making her flip out sometimes. So, I didn't just discover that. Like, I've known that shit. That shit sometimes it puts me in like a whole ass depression. Like, I get like some uh, like PMS like depression sometimes. It's pretty crazy. Women are fucking nuts, bro. It's not our I grew fault. Up with four of them. You're telling me. Yeah, and they're Mexican. <laughs> too old or too younger. Ooh. Right see, I think guys who Damn. grew up with like sisters, they're like always like you know better around women because I think so too. <laughs> I think men who don't have sisters are like fucking just completely dumb. Like, sloppy jalopies in the world so <laughs> stupid like, yeah exactly the and they're like bro, just right? so like, fucking like ignorant to all things like dragger to your house mentality right yeah. i it's fucking it, it blows know, my mind that's an aspect of being like you know tough prominent like you know you stand out is part of it it's a nuance but it's not the whole part like you're not it's not you know win someone over I don't know. Right. It's crazy. It's it's pretty interesting. Relationships are so complicated. Um, they are. Especially when I start rapping, it gets it gets really weird. <laughs> In which way? Because I could probably no, no, no. like just overtly just start rapping in their face. Oh, right. Um, um oh. it's oh no, I you know, you run into things uh, having conversations with people. Some people don't want to talk about um like they don't want to talk about those complicated issues, right? And um, when you're getting to know somebody, right? Like it's tough to talk about like racism or you know what I mean. Like if, if mm-hmm. they're in those realms, uh, now I guess it's a little more. Uh, 
acceptable side conversation. Like, you know, we talk about things that are woke, right? There's a time where people don't open up like that. Like, you don't want people to know your stance on things or you don't want people to know, like, the thing, activism you've done, you know, quite yet. Like, you don't know how people are going to feel about things, you know? You don't know if it's a deal breaker or not. But I think that that's why you should say it, especially in the beginning, because it saves you time and, and heartache. If they, if you, they know who you are and where you stand from the get-go, it's not going to be a fucking surprise a couple months or a couple years down the road. You know what I mean? I think that's where people fuck up. I think because when you get into a relationship, everybody puts on their game face, right? (laughs) You put your best self forward or you're Mm -hmm. trying to like, you know, win this person kind of over which is like the dumbest shit you could do because then once you actually show your real ass, then they're like, whoa, you the know crash. what I mean? Like everything comes everybody is like, you're not being your authentic self. So they're not actually falling for you. And then now everything's complicated, you know? Like, I think that's where people fuck up. They just need to be who they are from the gate. And if that person doesn't like them, that's okay because that's not going to work out long-term preach they don't you know yeah and even not just in uh relationships that are intended for like a romantic a, a romantic connection right friendships like, as well friendships and stuff yeah. like i noticed like i push people's buttons the wrong way but i'm not, I'm not intended this is who i am right yeah. and um have people tell me hey así no me llevo. you know like some spanish dude was telling me that you know, I don't really get along like that. Like, you know, like you're just joking around too much. Oh, my bad. Thanks for telling me. I didn't take it as an insult. Mm-hmm. I didn't help me realize something about my stuff. Like, right. Like, stop. You, you know, have to be what? open to some feedback. Yeah, I have to be. But this person told me, and as an adult, it's all good. Cool. Move on. But now I see him, don't want to get involved in certain jokes. Because, right. oh, you know, I mean, if you're the one gets mm-hmm. upset, you're going to lose, bro. Like, no one's talking about your mom or some vulgar shit. It's just yeah. jokes. You're, right. You're, we're not even making fun of you. We're making fun of the idea. Yeah. Right. And so like, so that's an example. Also, bringing up certain topics, you know, or or strong opinions. Um, when I hear, hey, the gun laws are changing my way. Oh, wait, wait, what is it? Um, only good, only been better than a guy with the gun is a good guy with the gun. Or, hey, yeah. Some more guns. Like, you guys are crazy. Oh, yeah. well, Second Amendment. I'm like, yeah, cool. Second Amendment. Fight whoever wants to kill you. But come on, guys. Common sense. People don't like yeah. those, like aspects. Yeah. They want to like. People are really right now, currently, even more than ever, diving into these polarizing ideals that are. It's very are, polarized. It's like, wait, you don't like me because what I believe about what uh, uh, two guys arguing about abortion in a sense, like, right? You're mad at me because what you think? I think neither of us have like a wife. A uterus. Like you're, why are we? Why don't you like me? What, yeah, it makes no sense. And and there's right. so many examples of that right now. Like there's... like the mask issue is like, oh my god, yes, the government is trying to control us. The ghetto has known this for a long time, but a mask is not your issue, bro. Like yeah. just all the other stuff. The mask is just the topic to distract you from the other stuff. Get yeah. off the mask. Put the club. Walk around your life. You'll be fine. Yeah. I'm not trying to take over your mouth. Right. You know, like, Right. It becomes all, and then I find myself discussing this with people who both sides don't like me because of it. Right. It's like, okay, I don't want to talk about this, especially at work colleagues or oh, yeah, yeah. like small talk, like the people that you've known, but you've always had small talk. You know, you have. Well, it's politics and religion. You're never, those are never good things to talk about it like in social settings because it, it's someone's going to get heated. 
someone's yeah, gonna get always. heated it, it it, you far. cannot avoid a disagreement and you don't know how people react when they when they are in disagreement with you some people go fucking off the handle some people are like all right agree to disagree but like those are two topics you just cannot avoid some kind of an argument and disagreement i i, I get really upset when when even i get upset when i notice this and even more when it's so obvious that person is no longer discussing something with you to come to a you know an information an understanding right? they're the, right you can see the discomfort is what they're worried about now so uh, a perfect example is a ghetto motherfucker talking all this shit right and he's wrong and you tell him he's wrong but then he doesn't say anything else until you call him a bitch and now that you called him a bitch it becomes this whole thing about his manhood has nothing to do with this initial thing right and I see that a lot. People, people react, and now they're more upset about how they're being spoken to. And it's like, whoa, come on, guys. Like, you have to be able to process discomfort. Your emotional fitness has to really help you here. Like, yeah. Yeah. And even if the person is being vulgar to you, don't take, calm down. No right. disrespect is only in your eye. Like, don't worry about it. You know? Right. Like, people in conversations, ah, oh, oh. I've seen it from the streets to, the nonprofit circles to like how pe- how this is everywhere, you know. Right. And some you end up with fights. Others is like you're blocked. <laughs> like, right. I block you. Like what? You're canceled. Are wild. Stop it. Canceled. Yeah. Everybody Stop. needs to just not be pansies. What? That's what it comes down. I said everybody just needs to not be pansies. That's what it comes down to. Well, there you go. Referring to a feminine thing as something negative. <laughs> how dare you? No, Amen. we we actually switched that a long time ago. We if where people say you're being a pussy, we say you're being a dick. And if we think you're being a dick, we're you're actually being a pussy because pussies are stronger than dicks. Pussies can handle more. We yeah. we actually switched that a long time ago. We had a That's whole a good conversation one, about that it. That's a good one. <laughs> but see, being a dick also is like arrogant asshole, like like um ignorant at times like brute headed like being a dick man you know <laughs> like shit why is yeah yeah. yeah 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 and um, that, that, that's kind of like what i'm leaning on right now i mentioned the shroom trip that i recently had that was a good one because mm-hmm. um we were you know out in the woods i guess the air help freddy's good vibes you know and i went up to the mountain and i've never seen the stars that bright you know yeah that's pretty well, dope. I don't remember the name of the Where'd you guys go? Mary's Peak? I think so. Mary's Peak. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think so. And uh, right when the stars, I feel like that's when the shrooms kicked in and I looked up. <laughs> uh, you know, classic <laughs> like wow moment. And then I looked around and I saw how dark it was. I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. You guys better be careful. There's cougars out there. Yeah. 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 No, but it was, it was a light one and it was a good experience. And then I realized, okay, you know, I can't just take them and then try to do stuff like, you know, like, you know, yeah. that was part of my journey to figure out because before, right. but that's helping me translate all this information into like, what I was, I mentioned earlier about emotional fitness, like spiritual fitness, like what things do you get involved with? What things do you argue for? Like what you put in your body, all that good health stuff. And I'm starting to now be more like, I mentioned it in my raps, you know, but it's, yeah. it's ghetto language. I was so just going to ask. So people can access it, you know? It's, yeah. It's, subtle pokes at some like esoteric shit yeah right that's what i try to do now i like that you do that i like that you think that you're conscious about like making sure that 
your music has a message and it's for people who are oftentimes, you know, denied information um, intentionally. That is good. You know? That's really good. That's sure. the ill part. So there's the ill, right? And then the ness, right? And mm-hmm. then the, the ill part is like, even the way I write it, I'm going to show you. I have it right here on my arm. <laughs> the way I write it, right? This guy tattooed it on there. He could see it. Right here. Oh, yeah. Can you guys yeah. see it? Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the I-L-L is jagged. Very like poignant. Uh-uh. The N-E-S is very round and fluid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, I should be a marketing mo- motherfucker, but like <laughs> the information, the shit that's coming at you, it's fact. I don't care about your feelings. Nothing like that matters. What matters is what you have in front of you and how you interpret it. The nest is like the the the, the culture, the, the 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 like the, the backing of everything that isn't me in a sense. You know? mm-hmm. the nester was a name given to me, and then you go far back enough, it's colonized all that, right? Mm-hmm. So the ill and the nest, and then it's like an infection, right? How to infect. So I always thought about it that way. Like the first part of me is like trying to find a clear way to convey this barrage of information. Mm-hmm. We're trying to like keep putting it small so it could be understood. And the NES is like, yeah, let's move some weed, way, pasa sa madre, todo el pelo, and all that, you know? And yeah. it, I like it when you combine it's sweet. You know? it's I like it. Very sweet. Well, shoot, man, where could people find you at? Uh, well, I mean, you look up right now, I just released a single. I've been trying to like, re- not rebrand, but I never really put out a bunch of projects on my own, uh, even though I did all the work in the other ones. <laughs> um, like the, the, like the, you know, a lot of the business aspects of it, punching in the numbers, it's so much. Uh, it was Salvajes for a long time. So you can look that up. It's just Savage Nation, be cool. But uh, now it's it was the whole illness infection aspect. Uh, I just released a song called Deja Vu. And uh, interesting quick little note about that it was that like I, I you know the song is about um how and why we get killed by police right and it highlights a lot of uh, black folks that this has happened to uh, but there's information the first two verses and then all the names and then again third fourth verse short verses you know information and then all of these names and it bothered me because uh, i was you know the, the business part of me was like marketing like when when do i release it when is the best time started mm-hmm. figuring out that fortunately we live in a an environment where it always will be relevant like mm-hmm. no matter when i drop this on mm-hmm. it's always going to be there you know mm-hmm. unless there's some crazy stuff that we can't predict coming up in the next uh a phase of our of our of our life with these police like it's just all the time so i call it deja vu it's happening again mm-hmm. happening again since 1492 is the whole philosophy mm-hmm. yeah happen again and uh y'all check it out it's on everywhere just deja vu illness you'll see what i'm talking about y'all and your instagram oh, handle views. people are liking it good nice i'm happy <laughs> for you. And then that'll be paired with the release of the album in july call it straight out of quarantine right mm-hmm. um, i think right now i've always been lucky enough to somehow be able to come up with these phrases and things like savage and illness that that are like are needed at the time you know and right now everybody has that mentality like they're straight out of quarantine like like the whole like we're locked up we got to get out you know it's Mm -hmm. time to reconnect with the world in a sense Mm -hmm. safely (laughs) but that's the whole point you know illness is out of quarantine and uh all the songs are basically some of the stuff that i put together while i was in quarantine 
So is it like on Apple? It's about Spotify? to be on everything. You could just Google it and it'll come up. Um, and then what's your Instagram handle so people illness can find infection, you? Illness infection, 1S. 1S. Illness yeah. with 1S infection yes. at Instagram. So they can find you, find all your links, everything. follow you, listen to the some message. Stuff up, getting some good reactions. I'm like, whoa. Good. <laughs> yeah, we're going to say We'll, we'll, we'll drop all the links in the um, yeah we'll put them in the on. description of the video yeah, put them all up in there definitely appreciate you guys well man we appreciate you by. stopping hey. by to slide through yeah slid through can you guys hear the music this time now right now i can nope, no i can't no i can't yeah. <laughs> all right everybody thank you for tuning in to episode 71 soccer chronicles Right.